Episode 85 of Strange Brow Radio. I'm again your host. Thanks for joining us again. Our guests today are Sasquatch experiencers Julie Svensson Garcia and McKenna Long, both of the Olympic Peninsula Paranormal Society out of the Olympic Peninsula, oddly enough. So not only did they ghost hunt, but now they have some pretty incredible Sasquatch encounters. And so we, uh, we met up and talk to them one-on-one. So more of that in a moment. Again, thank you to our sponsor, Feral by Aaron, at Etsy, E-R-Y-N, Alchemy Sound Tools. And then go check out Port Townsend's Manresa Castle. Back open. The Rook Room, the bar, the pub. Amazing food done out there by Cameron Roberts and his wife, Um, and an amazing bar so they are doing outdoor seating indoor seating and uh, I'd like for you to go see them they're open up from noon to 8pm damn near 7 days a week but give them a look at uh, manresacastle.com and you'll find out more about them alright we'll be right back and I'll tell you more about our guest in a minute Okay, thanks again for joining me. My name is Tobe Johnson. You've tuned in again to Strange Bow Radio. And today, as I said, uh, we're going to talk to some witnesses regarding both of their exclusive Sasquatch areas. And um, again, they have those interesting rings of synchronicity and supernaturalness to them. So we'll, we'll talk to them in a minute here. But before we do... I wanted to get to uh, a couple of things going on in pop culture. I, that's where I would put it. Science, religion, uh, maybe military, and uh, philosophy and quantum mechanics. Yeah, it's a big bag. Let's talk uh, about Randonautica. If you listen to Ales and Tales with Alex Whitcomb and I, we, we talked about both of our experiences with ut- utilizing it using this app. And the quick and short is if you download any app off the internet, generally you're going to get something that's a hunk of junk for a quick buck on their end. This is a free app, at least the one I found on uh, the uh, iTunes App Store, Rondo Rando Nautica. And it is utilizing, according to the description, quantum computing and thought consciousness in order to merge the two. It sounds a little bit like remote viewing in a way, and it feels like remote viewing, except you're not doing anything except setting your intention on this app as it downloads a map. So imagine, if you will, uh, Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd saying, um, I believe it was Gozar, uh, the uh, key master waiting atop the Empire State Building, who said that they had... um, a chance to pick their destroyer <laughs> and uh, they tried to clear their mind of consciousness and one of them slips up and thinks of uh, the stay puff marshmallow i believe it was dan Aykroyd's character and anyway it's a everyone knows that scene out of ghostbusters well this is kind of the same way so um if this app works that's the principle is that you have to be very specific of what you're looking for and the app will read your mind and send you to a location Dark stuff has been turning up with Randonautica. 
If you go on YouTube and type in um, TikTok Randonautica app being used by some girls out here in Alki Beach, there was a body found in a suitcase neatly folded up into pieces. They found that with Randonautica. Uh, we've seen people, many people, find uh, what look like cryptid areas, uh, suitcases full of money, uh, Divic boxes, uh, definitely abandoned houses, and in my case, an obelisk in the middle of the forest that is not on Google Maps. And I, I put that up on my Facebook page, too. Uh, it must be over 100 feet, bright white, huge Egyptian obelisk in the middle of the forest not far from my neighborhood so that's not on google maps i don't know how long that's been there and i i can't find out anything on that um it lines it seems to line up synchronicity and now i i don't know if, if this is like when you buy a new volkswagen you suddenly see volkswagens everywhere or you get a new toupee <laughs> and you see guys with toupees all over i don't know if it's that uh that at all but I think it's something more than that based upon what happened uh, with us near Vashon, Maury Island. I was using the app less than a week ago, and Maury Island is uh, home to the historic crash that happened, uh, I believe, in 1941, where fishermen and people on the beach saw uh, several donut-shaped UFOs drop slag, which is molten metal out of them as uh, they came incredibly close to the shore and the slag pieces burnt hole in the fishing vessels it landed in the forest and on the beach and pieces were collected and there was a whole scene that happened it was right during the Roswell hustle and bustle so I went there to check that out and I turned on the Randonautica app now you have 10 trips that you can take without a day maybe that's to stop the addiction i don't know but i only was going to use it on one trip so i set my intention as the map began to load and it's not very comprehensive uh to use this but once you use it five or six times you just push the same things and take your trips and my intention as the map was loading was slag molten metal it wasn't specific i didn't say anything other than that I didn't think of anything other than that. I set my intention on slag. Well, four minutes away, seven minutes away, it sent me into the woods. So I drove, because there was a road, and it led me to a dirt path. And as I walked up the dirt path, I saw that it was pinpointed into the forest. And as I got closer to the forest, I saw a sign. And the sign said something to the fact of... Danger smelting material, high arsenic levels, don't wander off the path, basically. Well, if you know anything about melting metal, smelting is a, a way to do that. And slag is a component or process of m basically melting steel and metal or pieces of that sort. Now, there was a little bit of a, a longer story to that based upon something that possibly happened south of there. Um, not quite sure if that's linked to what happened. The point is, is that of all the places I could have gone on the island, it sent me to a forest where there was a warning. And I've never seen a warning like this before about melting uh, smelted metal or slag uh, about. So I didn't go off trail because I was in flip-flops, which was stupid of me. 
and there was stinging nettles everywhere, but I have the coordinates. So um, I was contacted by um, the folks that uh, made the documentary, um, the Maury Island Incident documentary filmed up here in Washington at Maury Island, and so maybe um, we might be taking a field trip. Of course, I think I might be going at night sometime to do a, a strange stroll, so you can kind of count on that as well. Randonautica, if you, I suppose you're going to hear about this, so that's why I'm bringing up. A lot of people, you know, don't ever use it again because it's just too damn spooky and accurate for their own taste. I suggest don't do it at night and don't do it alone because you could wander into a weirdo. You don't know where you're going. It sends you right up to private property or on private property, and you you got to stop and think about, you know, not doing that. So um, definitely uh, check out Randonautica. The app has a little twisted owl head on the top of it. Interesting. And speaking of UFO crashes and UFOs in general, um, I wanted to mention something regarding what's happened via the Joe Rogan show and George Knapp, who was recently on there. They gave Joe Rogan uh, two, I believe, two reports, um, Pentagon-cleared reports regarding metamaterial from, well, they didn't say UFO crashes, but they said unidentified, uncategorized metamaterial, which is basically small pieces of metal. Now, they did that right during the time Senator Mark Rubio went live in Florida about talking about UFO disclosure and UFOs or UAPs flying into USA airspace, U.S. airspace. And so here's Marco Rubio, prior presidential candidate Marco Rubio of 2016, now on the side of Harry Reid and uh, Luis Elizondo and uh, Jeremy Corbell and everybody else speaking the same thing as... Um, uh, now the New York Times or New York Post, I think, is getting ready to launch an article. But July 24th, 2020, Pentagon has off-world vehicles not made of this earth. This is out of popular mechanics. <laughs> That's not a small, small magazine. It used to be just a print magazine. It's not a small subscription at all. Bombshell. The government once clandestine UFO program will reveal findings on unexplained material and crashes. The crashes part is the key. The materials, that's the metamaterial. That's, I think, the documents that Jeremy Corbell got. We're paying attention to crashes because that gets into Plum Island. I'm not Plum Island. That gets into Maury Island, and that gets also into Roswell and a whole host of other suspected crashes. And if we're listening to the story of Bob Lazar, which I think we still should, um, Bob talked about how one of these crashes reportedly was from an archaeological dig, a very, very old uh, archaeological find. Now, was that the ship kept at S4? These things are all unfolding. The fact of the matter is this is part of pop culture. This is part of popular culture. This is a part of our culture. Why isn't it happening now is the question of all times, of all places. Very, very interesting. So go to popularmechanics.com, read the article here. I'll put a link up in the description on my Facebook page. It's very specific and uh, no turning back now. So more on that. And if you want me to read more news like this, let me know. 
you got to get in touch with me at strangebrowradio at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to be a guest like our guest today, I'd love to have you on. McKenna Long is our guest today, and Julie Vincent Garcia, uh, both paranormal researchers, a member, uh, both members of the Olympic Peninsula Paranormal Society. But they have Bigfoot stories, and um, we grab a seat outside in a little fishing town that looks like something out of a Stephen King novel and uh, talk about both of their mutual sightings and bounce some ideas off of one another. So here you go, folks. My talk with uh, perhaps future extended experiencers. Let's go over it. I'm just going to read back what you've told me so far here and tell me if I have it right. So, Julie, you have weird sounds. Okay. You also have uh, seen... Uh, some, you said, oh, you saw something cross the road, a, a blonde. I did, yep. You saw something cross the road, yep. McKenna. Okay, something blonde. It looked blonde, the back yeah. of it. That that big, blonde, mm. ginger-looking. Yes. And Julie, you saw something tall and dark yes. move across the forest tree line. Mm-hmm. But you don't attribute that to a typical shadow figure, or do you? I mean, do you feel like it was... I don't know. Squatchy? It, yeah, it didn't feel squatchy. It felt blobby. <laughs> really, I mean, it felt like it was fl- like mercury when it moves, like that fluid yeah. movement. Like it could across. fold in on itself uh-huh. and condense to a ball. It could have. Yeah. For all I know, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but we, yeah. For someone who. It's nice when you have somebody see else it with you. see it. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're by yourself and you're trying to explain, it's like, I'm not crazy. Just listen to me. And yeah. you explain it, but when you have somebody else, you're like, yeah, I totally mm-hmm. saw that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, here's the honest truth here is that my recorder has been acting up ever since I left it with the dolls here and it froze while we were talking the first 10 minutes here. <laughs> so what I can do is I can either re-explain to them what's going on in the episode beforehand or we can recut this and you guys can tell your story and I can try to you know shrink it down for you so we don't have to revisit this territory. Um, it's up to you. Do you want me to take care I got of it? I, I don't have anything going on today, okay. so it doesn't matter. Don't you right. go to work, though? No. Did you say something about work? No. So, oh, okay. I'm good. The only thing I have to do is go back and um, edit All right. this stuff here. So let's, let's start this from the top here, and I will escort us through this again here. Um, that's ridiculous. Technology's so fun. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to help yeah. us. Yes, and this is locked. It's rolling, 341. Oh, it's still going out. Smell it? Yes, I can. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. All right. I am here today with McKenna Long and Julie Svensson Garcia. And the honest truth is that I've been having a little bit of digital recorder issues since I left my recorder actually at the Montana Vortex. And so we are doing a recut of 15 minutes of these gals' wasted time because the recorder shut off on its own. And I don't really want to move it from its pre- precise location here, but I think I'm going to watch it a little bit while we're talking here so it doesn't do it again, and I can keep a general look at this thing here. So let me set this right like that. You guys are used to tech glitches. Mm-hmm. Oh, All yes. the time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. okay. All the time. So this is nothing new for you because no. McKenna and Julie are both ghost hunters. They both uh, belong to the uh, ops team, which is also part of the, uh, the team that Mary Bethune 
Would we say Mary Bethune heads it up? Her and Brian, yeah. Okay. Are the leaders. And was Brian there with us that evening when we went there? Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, we, if you've, you know, been a member of Patreon, then you've seen the footage that we filmed before at the uh, Walker Ames house. McKenna and Julie are both along for the ride for that show here. But because we went through some old territory here, I'm just going to gather some steam here and t- uh, catch the audience up a little bit so we don't have to go through this uh, the whole story again. McKenna and Julie are both extended experiencers. Julie, more so just based upon where she lives, which in this case we're going to try to keep it as private as possible where we are. But it's a, it's a remote area. Um, it kind of reminds me of like a Stephen King novel. It has that <laughs> look and feel to it. Like... Uh, some people can't vibe with this town other people can I've heard uh, Bigfoot stories here and then that's when uh, Julie reached out to me when she saw one of my wood watchers here so I thank her for doing that but Julie you bought the wood watcher because you've experienced sounds and that's how it started for you you heard something off in the distance 10 years ago or how long ago was it eight 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 years ago and it was only 10 seconds long you Mm -hmm. said Okay, and that's what we had spoken about, is how something only 10 seconds long can leave such an impression on you. And you said, um, just to catch everybody up here, that it was a sound that couldn't be repeated. It was something identified. identified. You could feel it as much as you could hear it. But tell people again, and I'm going to get over to you, McKenna, about what you just said regarding today, leaving the house. Because... I think since it's so fresh in your mind, maybe we'll pick up some other stuff too along the way. So the dogs wanted out early, early, early this morning and I let them out and the um, they went crazy. They just went crazy. And so since I like my neighbors, I brought them back inside and I cracked the window in the bedroom and the uh, dogs had gotten settled again. And all of a sudden it, it sounds like sounds like when somebody's stretching and makes that noise <laughs> I don't know how else to describe yeah, it but it wasn't the yawn noise yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a man it wasn't a, definitely not a woman it was very deep and and came from very deep yeah place gutter, gutter yeah mm-hmm. and then it um, and the dogs went crazy again so they just and then it, nothing but I kind of got the sense that you know, if it if that was Bigfoot, then it it was in, it was okay. He probably came by because mm-hmm. I was going to be talking about it today. And, and yeah. Figured. Did you feel weird about talking about it? No. Okay, and you didn't have any apprehension because it's normal no. if you did. But mm-hmm. you talk about weird shit all the time, uh-huh. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah. You know, by meeting somebody really quick, whether you can yeah. go there or not. Okay, and this is McKenna Long, and just to uh, hyphenate what we've talked about over here is that McKenna has had three different experiences along the way here, and if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you saw something at uh, the park. Um, leaving Julie's house. Leaving Julie's house. Okay, you saw yeah. the, tell, the leg. Tell, tell people what you saw at Julie's. I, we were driving down this long um, dirt road, and we took the corner, went right, and I saw it look like in movement. Yeah. A leg from the knee down, left leg, and it was black and hairy. Just Which, a, just a leg. It was the weirdest thing. Okay. Just a leg. And any possibility it, it was not was misidentified. Attached. No, because it wasn't near a bush. It was like yeah. on the road. Just a leg. 
Okay. So. <laughs> Could have been a cat midair jumping. No. no. I know it's a reach. I know. I, I know. Reaching. It, yeah. It looked like a leg it stepping like a out hairy of leg. emptiness. Yeah. Just air. Stepping out of air. Yeah. What time of day? This was in the evening, probably like nine o'clock at night. So it was darker. Okay. But it it was dusk, mm-hmm. so I could tell mm-hmm. it was a leg. How close to her house? I would say and what, quarter of a mile. Okay, in the maybe. road. Off maybe the, not even a quarter of a mile. How far off the road? It was on the road. It was literally in the middle of the road. No, just towards okay. the edge. Towards the edge, like okay. it was stepping in yeah. movement, like it was walking. But it was just half a leg. No, the whole leg or nothing but just, the leg. <laughs> right, the knee down. Yeah. Just okay, the knee so down. Okay, so the knee down. You saw the feet. The foot. Yeah. Was it after the first shed corner? I think so. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where we experience the sounds. So there's coming a from. hot spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now you said sounds, but you've only heard them twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what we're talking that's about. This, okay. Yeah, yeah. But they we also that. are talking about the neighbor who didn't come today, but the neighbor, how close is this neighbor? Two houses down. Okay. Are you guys in communication? Like, are you good friends uh-huh. too? Okay. So if something went down, you could say, Hey, Barbara, Shit's, Did you hear this? Yeah. yeah. Shit's going oh, on. absolutely. Yeah. Did you do that today with the yawn? No, I didn't no. today because um, she doesn't live there at this moment. Okay. So she's in flux. Mm-hmm. Okay. That happens. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Then uh, here's what I was uh, wrote down is that you had weird screams at a camp as well? Uh, one, our first camp yeah. trip outed um, Money Creek. In Money Stevens Creek. Pass. Okay, and Stevens is a hot spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. literally at one o'clock in the morning, I heard three distinctive screams, and yeah. it sounded super close but super far. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And and we couldn't. My I my husband heard it. We didn't know what to do, so right. we just laid there, pulled the covers up, pulled the covers up, <laughs> went back to sleep. Event I think probably four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was once you hear that. You never forget that. Mm-hmm. That right. it, it just stands out. Okay, can you do a recreation of what you heard at all? I mean, give me I a, am like horrible. a yeah, like was it a scream? It was, like, was it, it a, was like a, a yell? Was it, it was a, a scream like ah, okay. like this, just really, but louder and and deeper. I yeah. can't go as deep. Mm-hmm. It was deeper yeah. and it was just loud and it was, it, I don't want to say blood curdling, but kind of blood curdling because yeah. it's like a bellow. Yeah, yeah. Like screaming. It was yeah. high pitched and low with volume, like it encompassed a whole yeah. yes. set of sounds yeah. in it. Yeah. There's no way a human could do that. Yeah. And not to have the distance, but the closeness sound. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the weirdest thing. I'm like, oh, it sounds close, but then it sounds far yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And that was my first experience hearing it. Um, but that you just don't forget it. And then something happened in Chehalis. What in Chehalis, we were driving, and we go camping down there a lot. And so we pulled in, and my hu- I was bringing my husband back into the site. And when we got in there, we were hearing these, and this was about 9 o'clock at night. It was pretty dark. We were hearing huge branches breaking. And it's like, well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So went in, went to bed. And early in the morning, we were hearing things hitting the mm-hmm. trailer. Like, sounds like rocks. Mm-hmm. Um that night at about one o'clock in the morning it felt like somebody was pushing on it like three pushes like they're walking down doing this Mm -hmm. hitting it as they walked by it and so i went on my phone because i was already awake clear it wasn't like it woke me up i was already awake and um i was looking do we just have an earthquake 
what's going on? You know, what's going on? And I woke my husband up. We couldn't figure out. Now we have a 34-foot trailer with stabilizers. This It prevents it from rocking. Right. I don't... My friend says, that was Bigfoot. And I, I was kind of at first going, really? You think so? And then I'm thinking, what else could it be? Right. The rock's thrown. The branches breaking. Like, hey, we're here. And then it's funny because my friend used to work there. And she has a patch. And it's, it's, was it like Sasquatch um, research or finder. They talk about Bigfoot out there. Right. So that was trippy. In the middle of the night having it shaking without an earthquake. Yeah. And so you both are married, right? Yes. Where are your husbands at with this? Because I know McKenna, your husband's totally He's totally in on this. It. Oh yeah. Big and time. it kind of bypasses the paranormal world too for a lot of guys. It's just mm -hmm. like, well, I'll look into it because it's cool and it's hairy and it looks like a bear. I mean, so it's he's, almost more of a permission the, slip. But see, my husband's in the team with us. Right. With so ops. he already yeah. believes yeah. anything that's not black and white, there's a gray area. Yeah. And Bigfoot's in there with and um, ghosts and all that kind of stuff. I had a chance to talk to him while he was behind mm -hmm. the camera. He's had experiences beyond... Farragut. Yeah. Up in Sp outside like as a Spokane. kid? Yeah. yeah. Uh, teenager. Yeah. Young adult. Yeah. Pretty close, like hearing it. Mm -hmm. And he said there was like no sound. Right. And when you're in a campground and mm -hmm. it's it, it was like no sound, no bugs, mm -hmm. nothing. And then the, the scream was pretty mm -hmm. close. And he said they ran back. Mm -hmm. um, but then you can hear the running. You could right. hear something running through the woods, and it was pretty big. They didn't see it. Right. They could hear it. But that, okay. that kind of freaked them out. Now, like I was uh, telling you at the uh, first edit of this here, that we, you know, we bypass roadside crossings and a lot of stuff on this show here, move into the territory of the supernatural because... Um, you know, I think that's where it belongs, but because you guys have had really incredible stuff and you're willing to talk to me, I, I don't want you to feel like you have to elaborate on this if you don't want to, but you said uh, synchronicity, Julie, mm -hmm. regarding your meeting here today. Does that ever happen? With, All the time uh, for me. With you in general? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All mm -hmm. the so time. So you're, you, you're okay with it? Yeah. You look for it? Yeah. And you listen to it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very much Science. so. Very yeah. Much so. And you too, McKenna? I believe yeah. I'm audiosentric. And what does that mean? That I hear things or mm -hmm. sounds. Okay. And I know things before they happen. Okay. I hear that they're coming. Or I, I, I'm intuitive enough. Yeah. To, like, sometimes I'll just be driving down the road and I think, I bet there's a cop up there. And sure enough, there'll be a cop right up there. Yeah. You know, those kinds of things I hear. Or um, when I'm talking with um, others and, and they're not happy with me or something's a conflict, mm -hmm. I hear what that person needs. To, to be able to mm -hmm. be okay and to take it down to you know base level and so I just I've always been able to do that always always since you're a little girl uh-huh yeah and how about on your mother's side um mom was catholic we had two <laughs> nuns in the family oh you did yeah okay and so there was but a did lot it run of on the mother's side yes on my mom she yeah. she had an experience in a house that we lived in when I was growing up and, and it yeah. terrified her would you agree it runs mostly on the maternal side? Yeah, I think her mother was as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. but again, Catholic. McKenna. Nobody in my family. Nobody. Nobody. Okay. The best we got was we would play poker, and my grandma would like do fingers going hex voodoo, because that was that was about it. <laughs> That's funny. Just it started with me, and my kids have the yeah. abilities. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Are they uh, getting that? 
ability nurtured. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not going to scare him. I mean, I don't yeah. want him to be afraid of it. Yeah. And I don't want him to shut down like so many kids do. Kids are so open, and mm -hmm. that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Is when you shut them down. Oh no, that's not there. That's not. You don't know what you're talking about. That stops. Yeah. Stops them, and I'm like, really? Yeah. And then I, well, I, as a psychic medium, I can see it, mm -hmm. so I know what they're talking about. But I've always encouraged it. My kids go with me on mm -hmm. some of our investigations. And, and your audio sentient as well? I'm everything, really. Okay. I'm everything. Right, I'm, I'm sorry. A, I'm a whole ball of wax. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> She's a book. I got I it all. More. I think it's a gain though, because, you know, as I said, growing up Catholic, it's a, we don't talk about that. Right, yeah. That's no, 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 that's the devil there. And right. so um, I always suppressed it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I just would be like, not going to, nope, I heard, no, nope, you know, kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And so then I met with McKenna and uh and she kind of she on. reignited that you know and then and i it's okay it's okay, it's okay. as long as it's on my terms yep mm -hmm. you gotta have boundaries mm -hmm. when you're audio sentient like that do you hear voices constantly mm -hmm. and it's not okay. like a person voice mm -hmm. it's just a, a thought voice mm -hmm. see i hear it audio audibly sometimes but it is it's just oh i do at night head. when i'm when yeah. i'm trying to go to sleep i hear it at night my husband thinks yeah. i'm crazy because i'm really worried about you because i'm like what what'd you say and i think we speak at this frequency uh -huh. and they speak at these for this frequency and i'm always clicked in mm -hmm. so i hear stuff uh -huh. and and he's mm -hmm. like i didn't say anything looking at me where i'm like i'm like oh okay sorry because yeah. he's interested but he doesn't have he doesn't have that ability what you have no okay but he's still asking what you've yeah, he'll say what it. What you? He must be used to it a little bit. Oh yeah, he knows. Okay. Yeah, he, you can't cut be it with out, me lady. Yeah. I'm trying to sleep. Quit talking to <laughs> Mabel again. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But I thought okay. it was him because it's quick, and then mm -hmm. so I assume it's him. You or guys would agree that um, psychic, intuitives, gifted people have a bad rap for a reason because yes. there's a lot of charlatans and yes, bullshit. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I love the, I always call them charlatans, don't <laughs> yeah. I? Mm -hmm. Because they piss me off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what do you guys, I mean, we'll take a little detour here away from Sasquatch. What do you guys do in order to, I don't know, um, you know, clean the waters a little bit from the, I mean, do you, if you saw a charlatan, would you call them out? Yep, I would. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Pull them aside, and or I also you... educate people yeah. that are interested yeah. in it because they're like, "Oh yeah, did you see this one show?" I'm like, yeah. "Don't watch that show. That's yeah. not. Yeah, here's that's, what you yeah. need to be looking for when you're looking for right. quality." Okay. So yeah. mostly shows you think are offering. That's where a lot of shows, started. but I've, mm -hmm. I know some. Yes, yeah. I know She's some, some certain psychics that are not legit. Okay. And I always say, "Stay away. Stay mm -hmm. away." I have this theory that there is this um, habit of psychics that they talk more than their ability allows them to actually do what they do like they have this wave of ability but they don't have it as often as they claim and they feel like they should perform you, you know what I mean on. like yeah. I'm known as this so I should have an answer but I've got shit going on it was here this morning where'd it go you th does that happen not to me not for me not for you no but i know but i've that? seen you know, do you know what i think it people? is with the okay. psychics that go rogue mm -hmm. is they work from ego not spirit right yeah when i i'm constantly working in spirit and it's integrity and no filter i'm going to tell you what i see i'm going to tell you what i hear mm -hmm. and and sometimes i'll be like i can't say this you know and they're like oh my god that's exactly what mm -hmm. that person mm -hmm. said it's like okay good right. so when i try to go against my filter yeah. you know no filter I 
I'm glad I don't. I always stay in spirit and go, this is, you know, for my highest and best mm -hmm. and their highest and best. Yeah. Um, and some, you know, there's a different degrees of psychic. Some are really up here and some mm -hmm. are down here or some are practicing. It's mm -hmm. all over the gamut. Bigfoot doesn't fit into this for a whole host of reasons as far as what you guys do and, you know, being ghost hunters and psychics and uh, talking to people that have passed on or reaching out to spirit. But that's paranormal, I think it does. though. Because paranormal well, is more than just ghosts. Because it's, it's dimensional. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm making a point. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. But at the same time, most of the community would say, well, I mean, what are psychics? Right. Do you feel True. like you've been led to have experiences with Bigfoot <laughs> that you're maybe not nurturing? I think we can communicate when you were saying it earlier. I think it's by feeling mm -hmm. Maybe that's more true. than expecting them to talk to us. Mm -hmm. I think it's going more into the feeling of, are you afraid? Are yeah. you, do you feel, um, are you, you know, question yeah. it like that going from a feeling base. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to communicate with them, for me, what I'm mm -hmm. feeling is um, doing it by feeling. Just, just be still. Mm -hmm. Get your thoughts and ego out. Mm -hmm. And just, if you're in that moment, connect to them. I, mm -hmm. What I do when I connect is like a cord and I'm plugging into you. Mm -hmm. That's how I connect to you. That energy. Do that. Connect mm -hmm. to him and just I mean if he's running at you obviously don't just stand there and go oh let's, let's think happy thoughts but just connect <laughs> to him and see what's the feelings. What, do you, what are the impressions? Yeah. What about you Julie? Do you feel like uh, as a psychic you've been led to the location? Do you feel like mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I asked you earlier if you would nurture communication, but you <coughs> kind of stuck your hand out and said, well, not yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know I, there's definitely a feeling I've uh -huh. had with those two encounters, but I, as again, I don't know what my intent would be mm -hmm. in communicating with them. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess maybe it's just right now enough for me to know that I believe I've encountered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you had a chance to understand more about them, would you start that process? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. um, if they're willing to reveal stuff to mm -hmm. you, absolutely. Yeah, so you're interested. Mm -hmm. You yeah. got bigger ghosts are one yeah. thing, right? When you got this eight foot hairy thing, mm -hmm. it's a or, little bit more intimidating, or, right? You know, um, and there's. Again, there's a different level of communication mm -hmm. there. So where ghosts would be easier to communicate with because they've lived a human life. Mm -hmm. We don't know if these have lived human lives. Mm -hmm. and, and when you're talking to them or feeling with them, mm. I think it's going to be a different experience. What do you think they are, McKenna? I think they're interdimensional. Guess. Yeah. I think they can pop in and pop out when they want to. I think that's why people can't see them. Mm -hmm. and, unless... I mean, Unless you're lucky. Explain the hairy leg. Right, yeah. a half of one. Yeah. I mean, you don't just have a leg hopping around this area. It just yeah. doesn't happen. But I think they're interdimensional, and that's why you don't <laughs> see bones and it, you don't mm -hmm. see the evidence mm -hmm. people right. are really trying to get. But can they don't you tap see into it. specifics? Like, if you wanted to, could you get specifics on the individual at her place? If I tried, yeah, you I could. probably. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I could. Yeah, I could try. Mm -hmm. I'm always willing to try. Um, mm -hmm. it, for me, it's it would be more feeling, mm -hmm. like they feel like your house is great or whatever. Um, that would be more of it than he's got a direct message. Mm -hmm. I mean, they may have a direct message. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's hard to say. 
What else? Well, since you've been out at her house, there, we'll talk about you since you're right here. We won't talk behind your back. What's your <laughs> sense about her property? Because she described Sasquatch, shadow beings, ghostly activity too, I would imagine, of some kind. No? Okay, but Fairies. shadow beings. Fairies. Fairies. Very fae. Very fae. Okay. So have you seen lights? Mm-hmm. Okay. What, you can oh, feel them there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's come back to my last question to you. Lights. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe what kind of lights you've seen out in the woods mm-hmm. or in the house or where have you seen them? I don't see the lights in the house as much as I see them outside, mostly in and among the trees and the bushes. Um, they, what do they look like? Uh, they, they're, they're quick moving things. They're just fast and they're, they're just a, um, sometimes out of the corner of your eyes, sometimes right in front mm-hmm. of you, you know, and they just, they move quick. Mm-hmm. It's just a, and then there's some places on the property that I just feel like this is, this is like, there's little mounds of flowers, you know, mm-hmm. this is kind of where they would right. hang out, they're, probably, you know, and they're mounds, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's so, it feels like, um, well, so for example, um, one day I came home and I uh, took my jewelry off and I put it on the kitchen counter and then left it there. No one else was home. And the next day I went to find that jewelry and it wasn't there on the counter. And how could it move? It couldn't have moved. So I just talked to the fairies and said, hey guys, not funny. Can you put it back? And I went in the other room, and there it was. And it makes me sound crazy, but it's it was there. I mean, it was not there, and then it was mm-hmm. there. And I was like, but I but I talked to them, and yeah. you know, and asked for guidance and help in doing things. And it just feels like I don't know. I just see them bouncing around. And are, do they come in a variety of colors? Mm, I see mostly white. Mm-hmm. I see um, sometimes yellow. But do they ever hold their uh, form? Mm-mm. I've seen their form Mm-mm. one time. Okay. It, we were, it was actually in my trailer out in the woods again. <laughs> and my husband saw it too. And it literally, it went like psh, out of the, the corner of my eye. No, oh. no, it was out of the corner of my eye. And I looked at it, but it was about this tall. So maybe two inches. And it looked like a white butterfly, but not a butterfly, like mm-hmm. pure white. Like glowing white? Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. like a body with, I know it sounds really weird, with <laughs> yeah. wings, but it was like yeah. really quick. Yeah. Like super fast. They did don't. You, did you guys see the uh, documentary, The Bigfoot Alien Connection? Yes. I did. It was on I Amazon. I did. And there's a footage of them inside the Montana Vortex and they caught something on camera in the tilted house. Yeah. Of what you just described, which for the camera guys was unexplainable, but it was an illuminating. Mm-hmm undulating moth looking like creature but uh, not a moth but was, not a moth yeah mm-hmm. and it was super quick it was like mm-hmm. i have to look at that moth more closely in my camera <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh did you catch something um my ring yeah there's a moth oh that yeah likes that's to hang right there. yeah okay yeah, so look. You, yeah yeah that's part of i think what like i said it's about two inches tall yeah it's about right mm-hmm. two and a half inches and it, mm-hmm. it it was fast and but david saw it too at another time it, i don't know if it liked our trailer or it liked us but we're out in the woods again, and yeah. mm-hmm. um, we love going out camping uh-huh. and going out and being part of nature. And I think that's mm-hmm. why we—they accept that they know we're gentle people. We're uh-huh. not out. We're not going to go shoot them, you right. know. Right. And we're believers. They know if you're open. Right. Right. Do you ever wonder on. if uh, 
your line of work attracts these other elementals or, you know, Sasquatch, if we're going to call that an elemental, I tend to think that's what I it do. is. Mm-hmm. Um, working, working with the non-living mainly is what you guys, I would say, do, you know, going and investigating. But you wander into other things, too, coming through recorders or on camera. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen something like an elemental on camera? Um, have you ever heard of something that sounds maybe like it is alien or uh, you know, non, non-terrestrial? We were in Iseti. I was mm-hmm. at Iseti. Were you guys with us? No. And I got on camera and it's just a couple of seconds. I'm not even a second. You see this green looking like a fairy just shoot across my, um, my camera. Yeah. And I got, but I was taking a video so I could go back and look yeah. And it wasn't a bug. It was a screen thing with wings, but not a bug. I know that sounds weird. No. I know. I know how weird. And no, have you been to Iseti, Julie? Mm-hmm. I have any, any interest? Yes. We, okay. we were planning it's just a trip trying to get down there this with summer. <laughs> I think it might be open now. Um, it is. It is. I, I yeah. think. Well, they're doing a workshop yeah. in mm. August there. They're pretty cool about letting people just drop in if you call them from like you know, Trout Lake or wherever you are, just like, hey, can I get the gate code? I want a $10 Skywatch or whatever. I forgot to tell you, when the first time we went to Iseti, it was probably about 9 o'clock at night. I don't know, was it with us 9 o'clock and driving? And we pulled up to Iseti, and we put the code in, and we heard this. It's like that samurai talk (laughs) right outside. Remember, I don't know if David told you that. And we're like, what? Oh, my God, get in the car. Oh, by the gate. At the gate. Oh, wow. And we're like, get in the car, get in the car. waiting. Yeah, because he put the code in, and you could hear it's like rawr, rawr, that guttural, mm. that samurai thing. Mm-hmm. It was like it was talking. Mary was with me, David and I, and all of us heard it. And he got in really quick. Mm-hmm. We're like, get get the gate open, get the gate open. Yeah. But that was shocking. Yeah, they've been seen out there by quite a few people, including my ex-wife. Um, my ex-wife actually saw one of the caretakers shapeshift, and she's not into really? any of this. Wow. But yeah. my, they saw the gal walk out at 12 o'clock noon to show them where the cabins was were. And um, when they turned their back to ask, you know, when the rooms opened, she was a different woman with a different wow. dog. And there was just, she had a dog in her arms, and the dog was different. I guess the woman was different. My son was there. She was there. So, she got you know. Wow. But see, this brings up a, a new question here is that after she had that experience they start seeing a lot more yep. stuff at home mm-hmm. yep yep uh, it's my, like it's it's like thing you're open uh-huh. but how yeah. far do you want to be open because mm-hmm. you can say uh, too much mm-hmm. right too and that's much. One thing but that... do these locations supercharge people you know what i mean like right. if you go to walker ames are you saying I want to be introduced to the secret school and I want a good workout psychically to open my pineal gland and have experience. I mean, are you doing that? I mean, are you... I think with each new experience that I have, it is opening me more mm-hmm. each time. And yeah. I think that it is helping me to understand that these things have probably been happening for years and years and years and I didn't see them right. happening. And now that I understand and can and and know what I'm hearing or seeing and things like that, I think that I'm becoming. It's, there's more clarity with mm-hmm. it as I'm. And the I more think I do the, it, the more people you meet who uh-huh. have the gifts mm-hmm. will then open up a new gift for you. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, my audio wasn't as clear, and I started 
talking to a certain person and then it became very clear to me mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if that's just because I don't know why I think mm -hmm. it opens up things for you when you expose yourself to more open people mm -hmm. when I was talking to another person who was psychic medium and uh, he said he made the mistake of opening up too much too, fast, too soon yeah. and it was very it, overwhelming emotionally it's a it will mess you up yeah mm -hmm. well okay so being audio audio sentient is that how you say mm -hmm. it um it sounds a little bit like schizophrenia <laughs> i mean I'm, i mean this in the most generous way yeah bipolar or audio and have you guys ever felt like no, no, you've been because we're not hearing messages like go jump off the bridge. No, yeah. we're hearing like your aunt Dolly made doilies for the nurse home, nursing right. home. Yeah, that that's not schizophrenia. Yeah. yeah, right. So, but it can uh, drive you crazy. I mean, I meet these people, including yes, in the Bigfoot world, mm -hmm. where they get so egocentric about I have I'm here to deliver the message to you, and mm -hmm. you need to come to me. And it toys with people. This mm -hmm. phenomena likes to toy with assholes, mm -hmm. I've noticed. Mm -hmm. Like it grabs them like, oh, you're going to have your ego stroked. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to pull the rug right out from underneath you for the fall. You feel that way too? That there are people like that? or that The, I'm the, the phenomena treats oh. people this way. That it, it kind of enjoys I'm, to a degree I'm be, very careful the trickster who I, element. Who I talk to about it, I'm very yeah. careful. Um, I don't. I'm not going to push myself onto no, anybody, no. and mm. I'm not going to gloat about it, right. brag. So, I, you know, if if you want to know more, I'll be happy to tell right. you more. So, I'm more from the educational standpoint. Yeah, but my, you you've met people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, we, there's yeah. a lot of egos in the paranormal field. And I don't a think they outnumber the good folks. I just think they're no. louder. They are they louder. Are they're just louder. It's a squeaky wheel gets the yes. oil because. Attention, whether it's good or bad, is yeah. still attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see, and I would never go up to you and say, "Oh my gosh, so I'm seeing this." That's right. that's your invasion of your privacy and your space. Oh, around me. A anybody. Give me a, a reading. Anybody. Yeah. 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 To, so you yeah, believe? I would never yeah. go up to somebody. <laughs> is she legit? In your opinion, you guys have a good feeling about her, McKenna? I have no idea. No? You don't know how Maybe. much is Hollywood. You don't know Long how much Island. is Hollywood, yeah. yeah. You don't know how much is Hollywood. Yeah, they got divorced too, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel it, it's, unless mm. somebody asks me, I'm not going to mm. imp impose myself on them. Mm. That's just, I'm more private on that. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Most people don't know what I do. Some do. I've come out of my spiritual closet, I call it. <laughs> um, and because I was like, people who need me will find me this yes. way. Right. That's how I feel too. So you're comfortable enough with synchronicity that you're allowing it to happen in your Yep. Walk. And whoever needs to come to me mm -hmm. will come to me. What about charge? Do you guys charge at all for readings? No. I do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that's interesting. I mean, but you have to. I do. It's, it's, well, I'm, it's part of how I make a living. Yeah. But I do, I am, I undercharge. Yeah. I know a lot yeah. of, I Would undercharge. you take a reading if you felt like, well, they don't have the money. But all the time. Come on over, sweetie. I know you got all it bad. All the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All well, the that's time. Well, that's good. And I sometimes I'll say whatever you feel. And sometimes yeah. they pay me more and I'm like, oh, heck, that's awesome. Yeah. But, and you know. I don't feel confident enough with right. myself yet to do that. Yeah. Abilities. But if you did, you'd be okay with it? I mean, if you were to the point where you felt confident. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've Absolutely. paid for, yeah. I've paid a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And exactly. got nothing. Crap. Yeah. And it's like. How yeah, I, I read myself better than that. Well, I know McKenna and I both are, are difficult to read. For even it's, good psychics. Yeah, good psychics have a hard time reading. Why do you think that is? 
um, we vibrate at a different level. Okay. I think. Yeah. You know, everything vibrates. So it, it just. My and hum, they're my also looking different. at. Yeah. Again, are they working in ego? Right. Because they just want right. to say, I've, I've had friends tell me, oh, I got a reading. And they said this. I'm like, ah, oh, that's so generic. Mm -hmm. Like, anybody's going to say that. Oh, you seem like you're having troubles. Well, of course, I wouldn't be coming to you. <laughs> right. Hold that thought. Okay, we were just talking for a moment. We had to move the chair because it got so uh, hot over in the sun there. And we're right outside attempting pizzeria which it's getting close to 11.30, probably by noon, I'll be heading over there and taking something home with me. <laughs> but, um, so, the ego is a fragile thing, especially for guys, and we talk a lot about this on the show, about the nature of the supernatural, and in particular Sasquatch or cryptids or elementals, like liking, enjoying the trickster element of their DNA, for lack of a better word, knowing that they can flirt with the power over an egocentric male but you guys right. see that in females as well oh yeah uh you know and your ghost hunts um but as far as what you'd like to do in the future with the phenomena here julie you're a little bit reserved still about pushing the envelope with sasquatch mckenna i have a feeling that if you could walk up to one I would. and just like high five and just like hey tell hey, me dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah hey daryl yeah i i would actually love the opportunity yeah. and you don't care so much about proof you know what you're gonna get your skeptics mm -hmm. my ex-husband literally saw a ghost in front of him and he's still a skeptic mm -hmm. so it's my truth mm -hmm. I know what I saw I'm not gonna convince anybody because they're either gonna mm -hmm. believe it or not but in your ghost world you guys have tons and tons of equipment like that car was packed full of gear I mean just all of us have yeah but I keep it simple I literally have yeah. my cell phone recorder and I've gotten some of the best mm. EVPs on that but you want to gather information and data and evidence I'm I, well some ghosts. people do on the team yeah I, you feel that way about kind of but like some are people are more science-based some people are more yeah. science-based they want the hard truth yeah where I'm like but this stuff still has a as much proof as this does it's just not able to be seen mm -hmm. like when I saw that figure the apparition there's no way you could tell me that wasn't legit mm -hmm. but there's no way I could get a camera up mm -hmm. there and take a picture of it and I'm so bummed about our last trip to Walker Ames that we didn't I didn't was not able to record what I heard upstairs right and it was it challenged and I've been invested in this for 15 years, but those voices were so good, so clear, and they usually only come at a camera's expense or a recorder's expense. When you hear that hear in that, your ear, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's like, those are women chit-chatting, mm -hmm. and they're like, right Remember upstairs. Remember when we were downstairs? Yeah. We could hear it? Yeah. It's like, I hear a guy yeah, talking. Yeah, there was a guy. There was and a guy was talking. Too, I thought it was a discussion. Yeah. yeah. Very, very loud discussion. And yeah. when we yeah. were there with Linda, mm -hmm. it was right there in front of us. And you walked in. We said, listen, it's right here. Yeah. And we did catch it. We did catch the voices. Mm -hmm. But you don't always. I right. Mean, I mean, if you want to talk about pictures being worth a, a thousand words, mm -hmm. we could get. I have one picture that's my best. And it was my son. My dad died four days after my son was born. But my oh. son would always talk about my dad. And he would say, like, eyes, nose, mouth. And I have a picture of my son holding this, I'll have to show it to you, this gold orb. 
I've had Pulitzer Prize photographers looking at it. Mm -hmm. I've had photography teachers look at it. Nobody can say what it is. And one of them darkened it so you could actually see it. So wow, I'd love to, to show, see this. Yeah, I'll show yeah. it to you. It's, it's my best paranormal photo. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's the only one I got. And, that, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. What about you, Julie? What's your prized possession? Do you have any evidence that you've been keeping hold of? That like, oh, Julie's got the... The yeah. Holy Grail? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or your, no, you know, I, I your little keepsake. Audio, but I'm... No, just some audio yeah. that I have. But, and it's not necessarily prized. It's just kind of cool. You know, right. it's more... I'm more interested in the historical aspect of the area mm -hmm. and, um, you know, what might be going on in the location and mm -hmm. more than the proof pieces. Right. But it's just more of a, hey, look at, listen to this. It's pretty cool, you know. And yeah. It and yeah. So oh, this is the shot here. So let me describe what I'm looking at here. So is this your son? Yep. And he's holding his hand up. It's a very interesting shot because it looks like it's covered in Vaseline. It has that kind of iridescent glow to it and the whole is there a flash being used mm -mm. but it was yeah. super bright and that's why the uh, photography teacher mm -hmm. um darkened can it can i so zoom in on yes. this yeah go ahead so her son uh, is has his hand up and it looks like it would be his right hand and there's a ball of yellowish white light on one of his fingers in his hand actually his hands open like this isn't it mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, it's just like above his hand oh yeah if you look yeah it's it's hovering above his hand did he know it was there he was saying that my yeah. dad was there yeah and he's like holding it and he was only about about 18 months in that picture he's that young oh okay i thought he was older looking. no okay something in the eyes said he looked older um, maybe 18 maybe months, 20 but, months, I mean, but definitely under five years old. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. he was under two. Wow, yeah, because he would talk. And what is this over here? There's something happening at the bottom of the photo that was against the uh, okay. headboard. Okay, mm -hmm. I have, yeah, but I guess one thing uh, we were investigating a local theater and um, we were down where the artists that perform where they hang out before they come up and um. I walked, I, I got the audio of somebody saying, hey, watch out. And so as I was walking through the doorway and around a corner, and then, um, you know, I said, oh, I'm sorry. Apologize. Right. I didn't see right. them there, literally. And then uh, when I came back through that doorway again, my um, heat sensor came flying out of my back pocket forward and landed on the ground, mm -hmm. and then it died, and it, it never worked again. Wow. So. And Mary was there and saw that happen. So, wow. so you know, things like mm -hmm. that is more of what I'm, what I like to mm -hmm. learn. Yeah. My, my best was at um, Montana State Prison. We went and investigated the maximum security, and that's where the women were. And this was an ops thing. And there's a couple of guys, and they're talking, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, you hear, what's your name, honey? <laughs> Clear as a bell. We didn't hear it. Wow. That's we were totally driving something back. they'd say. Right. Yeah. We were driving back, and I was like, oh, my God, listen to this. And I was like, having everyone listen, they're like, that's a class A to get that clear. But it was mm -hmm. a female. Right. Saying, what's your name, honey? And it was, that's my favorite, I think, EVP I've, I've caught. With the vocal that you heard at ESETI, where you're at the gate there, I just want to make sure I that understood it. That was freaky. Because uh, I know that gate really well. The gate box is off to yep. the left-hand side with a little weird painting. 
Um, was it in that side? It was on that side, like right okay. behind it. Was it coming out of the box? Nope. Okay, so it was out. Could we woods. tried? We were yeah. saying, oh, maybe they're being funny. Right. But no, because we've been there a few times since. Mm -hmm. It was behind. And it sounded like the CR it's, sounds. The the like samurai, samurai chatter. Yeah. 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 It was it was probably mm -hmm. three four seconds, but enough to scare the crap out of us. Yeah. That would that would scare you when it's dark and you hear mm -hmm. that. Oh yeah. It, that would scare you. I think even the more seasoned guys yeah. would wet themselves. Yeah. And Julie, you've never heard this uh, vocalizations from Bigfoot. Have you ever heard them speak? Words? Yeah. No. Nothing like no that. No words. Uh -uh. It's weird. Yeah. Mm -mm. What about in dreams? Do you ever have dreams about uh, things that may remind you of cryptids or elementals uh -huh. or Sasquatch? Quite often. Beings? Mm -hmm. Names? Mm -mm. Nothing like that. Mm -mm. Okay. No. What's the... Do you have a reoccurring being that visits you? Like a... A guide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they have a name? I don't know his name. It's a mm -hmm. druid that looks like a raven. Okay. And, you know, with a cloak. Yeah. Comes often. Oh, a raven with a cloak. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, but it's, yeah. That, it's that, like, um, burlap yeah. color looking. Okay. Kind of real rough. But there. you see the beak and everything? I just see the beak, that's all. And, and it sits and talks with me at, at a fire. Okay. And it is a give you information mm -hmm. and it listens to me too okay mm -hmm. how long so have you been visited by this raven as long as I can remember really yeah have you ever seen it outside of the dream world no but I have a I have a, lots of ravens at our house mm -hmm. um, they and they'll come sometimes in, in flocks mm -hmm. and just sit in the trees and mm -hmm noise lots of chatter but um we have some we have crows too but no, these are they're right. different they're ravens yeah yeah and they they like to hang around and a lot of times not a lot but sometimes when i'm driving to work um they'll follow me they'll oh really they'll, yeah follow the car mm -hmm. and then they stop when i make the you know when i get too far sure away. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean these are extremely smart animals too mm -hmm. so for you to have one of us would you call it a spirit guide mm -hmm. do you get a sense of male or female male well you answered that definitively mm -hmm. <laughs> okay and so you're visited how often well i can access whenever i want but uh, i would say during times when i'm looking for resolution to something mm -hmm. and so it, it really just depends on what situations are in You can life. access? Mm -hmm. Can you access at a moment's notice if mm -hmm. you need to? And is it a thought form? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about any marks on either one of you? Have you guys ever got marked at all by anything? I've been scratched you and have. bruised when I lived at that awful house out here. <laughs> it was really haunted. It was bad. Yeah. We had to have specialists come in to clear up. I was getting scratched and jumped. It was like they'd jump into my dreams. Okay. Or they would jump, try and jump into me, and I don't allow that. Yeah. Um, so I was, I think one time at 3 o'clock in the morning, I was out in my pajamas crying, holding onto a tree. It was so intense. But, yeah, there's a antique store up in um, Port Townsend that I got scratched in. Yeah, Down I'm my surprised. back. Yeah. I don't think I have. Not, I, I not do you remember? Or? You know what yeah. you do. It's yeah. like it's like have. a pin. Mm -hmm. 
a needle and really, really burning hot, and it mm. it's it's not fun to get scratched. And that's when I I let my defenses down. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just like living the day, not thinking about it. And mm. that's if they're not nice and they're trying to get my attention, or they're they're pissed or whatever, then you get it. I think I've been touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been. I touched. know I've been touched. Yeah. yeah. But, but a physical scratch is no. different than a touch. Okay. And what about um, either sleep paralysis or yes. OBEs? Yes. You guys at all body jump, uh, you know, leave your body and go into somebody else? Have I don't ever... go into somebody know, else. Yeah. I travel. I you travel. Mm-hmm. Astral leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. How yeah. often do you guys do that? Multiple times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now, bitch. <laughs> I'm actually in Germany. Right. Right. Castle. Um, I mean, you do it yeah. every night? Do you guys? No, I wouldn't say every night. I've never had sleep paralysis where I can't get back in. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like frozen. I, I did. Did you? It was frightening. Yeah, it was I have terrifying. Mm-hmm. I just, it, you just all of a sudden it, catch yourself like, oh, I'm not in. Well, and your you first know? response is to panic. Mm-hmm. And that makes it worse. Yep. And so you have to just relax and... And allow mm-hmm. it back in. Get you're your talking mind about backward. having an OBE and being freaked out because you're having one? Is that what you mean? Or no, sleep paralysis. Oh, no, sleep paralysis, paralysis yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You can control that and not freak out. I'd be freaking out. It is very frightening. Yeah. yeah. And and you can't get the words out. They, yeah. yeah. You're making noises. You're, you're not making words. And it's hard. It was very, very scary. Okay, so beyond you... Uh, not getting words out. Can you get air out? Is this thing? It feels like you're you can't. pressing on yes, you. Yes, it feels like mm-hmm. you can't, and your arms too. And you're just paralyzed. You're yeah. not moving. Yeah. And do you see anything around you at all? Do you see oh, presences? Because <sighs> um, you have shadow people, but you don't feel like they are malevolent. I don't. I really don't. Um, I think if we were different people, I think if we were. Um, you know, like assholes or something, then maybe, yes, there might be some mm-hmm. negative interactions, but I think, mm-hmm. you know, you do your thing, I'll do my thing kind of people. And mm-hmm. so... Um, we get a lot of dark people who yeah. come to us and try and mess with us, and it's like... People or uh, non-living? Both. Both. Okay. Uh-huh. Both. Okay. They know when you're light. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm thinking about it. I don't think I see anything. When I think because my... I think my eyes are closed. I think it's okay. the part of the problem. I don't can't mm. move anything. Mm. Yeah. Mine just slips and it's like, okay, I'm good. No, I'm bad. When I'm <laughs> paralyzed. paralyzed. And so uh, yeah. under sleep paralysis, this happens in your house? Mm-hmm. Does it happen with your husband there? Mm-hmm. It's not him. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> um, but if you wanted help... I can't. You can't, can't even get, get that. Mm-hmm. And so he's totally... Is he can, incapacitated Oblivious. too? Never had an experience like that? No. Is Do you have a feeling that he's holding back on anything? I mean, and looking at what's happened with you at the house, do you feel like he has had stuff, but it's just too challenging? Oh, yeah. I know so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just it's so it, red it, pill it junkie. It takes you know your what whole, I mean? yeah. everything you've ever yeah. known, and it messes it up, and, you're, and they don't know how to... Men are fixers. Mm-hmm. I'm not being, you know, right. men like to fix things. And when you completely shift their reality, mm-hmm. it's hard for them mm-hmm. because it throws them. Now, mm-hmm. I feel men who are more in touch <laughs> with their emotional side and more sensitive, mm-hmm. they're going to be more likely to handle it better mm-hmm. than the guys, like you said, the ones that are, you know, right. I, don't, I don't believe this. Da, 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 da. Right. Well, my husband believes in aliens and mm-hmm. Bigfoots and 
crystals, all the different different things. It's just not spirit. Really? He's not, he's not willing to enter that world. So, but the, well, I totally understand this here. I'm not basically answering my own question, but as far as, you know, working with people like we did with Cindy and Daryl in Cottage Grove, Cindy was mm-hmm. kind of like your husband. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of had to see it to believe it and what are you involved with and blah, blah, blah. But they uh, answered the call. I mean, and once she started to request, especially audi- items, um, they heard didn't matter if it was morning, noon, or night, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that's uh, that was a big transition point for her, but there's still the personality profile, I think, for some of these people, it's just like, that's a bit much, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's, t- and it asks a lot out of you as well, as yeah. a person, like, it, sometimes I think the phenomena asks way more than it should out of you, like, I'm just a guy, I'm trying to make a I'm living here, right. I can't be running down <laughs> right. to every, you know, abandoned house, or, you know what I mean? Like I, I always say to my friends, I'm like, I wish I could just be 3D sometimes. Right. I just don't feel like I'm, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's because we see things that they don't. It's like, right. I wish I could just go to my job, do my job, come home with my 2.5 kids, and have right. a lovely life with right. my picket fence. Right. But when you have this life, you that's kind of a luxury. Mm-hmm. You can shut it down, but they really push you. Right. No, you're not going to push us down because there's a reason we're supposed to be here and doing this work. Yeah. Now we're up in here in the Olympic Peninsula. We're not far, like I said, from Bremerton and Port Orchard, Washington. If people want to reach out to you outside of ops, because they already know how to do that, can they reach out to you through ops and talk to you individually? Like, can they access you somehow if they like what you're saying? they like what you're saying at all how would they do that I mean, uh, they can go to our facebook page mm-hmm. um we also the ops facebook page yeah. yeah okay and they can find you in there and say hey i'm going to shoot you a friend request and yeah. i i also we i both we both have facebook accounts i have a uh-huh. professional and a private so okay. if somebody wants to get a hold of me not That's yet private yeah. Yeah. yeah not yet we'll get her made one today <laughs> any final words ladies well, aliens. I had an alien experience. Oh, yeah, I have too. Okay, we're going to go extended here. we got to talk. All right, <laughs> wait a second. Let me move the chair. Because <laughs> you're getting hot again. Let's pull this table over this way. <laughs> I'm going to invite the audience in on this one here. We're going to move the table because uh, I think it will be a good ambient sound. No, Three, you can't lift. I know. Yeah. Sorry. Three, two, one. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Now we're moving. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Love it. Now we can go longer. Okay. I was getting hot. Um, I'm not. This is so awesome. Okay. So that's where I was getting to with the marks. Not so much that you guys have been scratched, but I just wondered with the lights and with the phenomena that you have, um, yeah. you talk to someone like Whitley Strieber or anybody who's had abductive experiences, they talk about seeing dead people, the lights, shadow people, and cryptids. You go to Skinwalker Ranch, same mm-hmm. thing. You go to Cottage Grove, same thing. Um, so what are we talking about with both you ladies as far as UFOs? I've had two experiences. One was I lived in off Fire Trail Road in Marysville, okay. which is known as a hot spot for UFO. And I lived on three point, almost four acres, but three acres of it was native protective growth and wetland. So it was huge. It was a forest. And about eight or nine o'clock at night, I was laying in bed and looking out my window and about 40 feet up off the ground, 
there was this pulsating light. No sound, but we're in a heavy grove of forest. No sound, just this pulsating light. And I sat there and just watched it, and I had my daughter come in, and she saw it with me. And I got a video of it, because there's no way anybody can climb up. It's private. Mm -hmm. there, why would you climb up 40 feet up in a tree and show mm -hmm. a light at me? But there was no sound. That was the weirdest part, was there was no sound. So I had to have come down. Was there an absence of sound that was weird? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just nothing. Like a vacuum? Boy, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it sat there for about about five minutes, just sitting there. Mm -hmm. And when we were at Iseti, we were walking out in, you know, that big field, and it's um, fenced. I walked over here, and all of a sudden, my arms started itching internally. Mm -hmm. really bad so I had Mary look at it she's a PA didn't see anything and then I walked away and it stopped well I walked back and it started up again and right. we went back in and James like oh you had contact and I'm thinking what back oh talking? Gilliland Gilliland yeah. I said what are you talking about they yeah. better not have implanted me because that would freak me out <laughs> right and I they have no exp explanation mm -hmm. other than I had contact now what the contact was I mm -hmm. don't know but it was extremely, extremely, <laughs> like, internal itching, vibrating inside. Did you, did you ever have any arm issues health-wise? No, on this, I had a frozen shoulder here, but no, nothing. Nothing on that side no, that maybe... not that I can think okay. of. Maybe they fixed it. Well, that's what I was, yeah. <laughs> it's probably. They're like, hold on, lady, stop. Right. Just you were going to have an issue, it. so we got <laughs> right. to it before. We yeah, took no care worries. of it. The copays yeah. really love <laughs> a trip in our spaceship. Right. It was weird. It was really, it was really weird because nobody else yeah. had that reaction, just me. But I'm, I'm probably one of the more open ones. So. Do you get a numbness or tingling at all in your fingers, hands mm. before you have an intuitive moment? I don't know. Mine's here, top of my head. Top of the head. Yeah. If I, I have something mm -hmm. uh, near me, it feels me. like a spider. If I have something okay. near me, like a web. No, like a spider's moving in my. Oh, hair. really? Yeah. If I get something near me, and Julie can confirm this, mm -hmm. my back gets really cold, and yep. she's tempted that it's colder on my back than my body. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can check it and oh, feel yeah. the sense? Oh, it's she did with the uh, temperature gauge. Several degrees. So what do you think that is? Them attaching to me, yeah. talking to me. They just <clears> like my back. I don't know why. It's like, come around the front. But yeah, you can feel it on my back. I'll say, oh, they're behind me. And wow. she'll gauge it. We need to get... Um, that SLS camera right on you too <laughs> and what about with yours Julie what has happened with you um, when I was a teenager we used to sleep out in our yard and watch the stars during the summer you know on the, mm -hmm. the meteors and things like that and w there were several of us out there and we all saw it and it was um, a light high up in the sky that made like a Z pattern very quickly and then took off just as fast as it was there all of a sudden and so we were all you know you know, teenager, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. but um, a couple of years ago, um, thinking this was about four years ago, uh, my husband came in the house and he said, come here, come here, it's dark outside, and he goes, you gotta, you gotta tell me that you're seeing this too, and so um, up in the sky, real high up in the sky, it couldn't have been a drone or anything like that, but there were these three lights, and they were red lights, and they came together from opposite sides of oh, the wow. sky, and they came, you know, like kind of a triangle shape and just hung out for a little bit and then took off. And so we're like, what? You know, that's kind of crazy. And so then we um, were figuring, you know, 
NASA or somebody's doing something, but I don't think there was NASA anymore. And then um, a couple of months later, it happened again. And he's, come here, it's doing it. And so he, and so we're watching it, and and it did exactly the same thing. And then um, a couple of months later, oh no, I was gonna say it's about a month later. I was out of town, and he called me, and he says, I'm standing outside, I'm seeing it again, and it was doing the same thing. It was very strange, and we haven't seen it since. Right here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Point to where? Right over there. Okay. Is that usually where it happens? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was, like, right over our house, but high, high, high up in the sky. You couldn't make anything out other than a red light. Mm-hmm. And does that, so that's three times. Three times. Okay. That we but saw. But yeah, you see lights in the woods too. Yeah. But you're calling these fairies. I think they are. You yeah. You don't feel like they're associated. I don't. Yeah. I don't different no. phenomena. I think it's. I think they're different realms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all inter- interdimensional, but I think mm-hmm. just different realms. You think they overlap periodically? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. So they know about one another. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not like, mm-hmm. oh God, aliens don't exist. We're fairies. Right. <laughs> right. No, I don't think Humans so. Humans don't People exist. Don't We're Bigfoot. Right. 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 Yeah. right. I think they're more connected than we are. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We yeah. like to deny their existence. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, hey, we're out here. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of us have the blessing that we do get to see it. Because it is. I think it's a gift to uh-huh. be able to see it. Yeah. yeah. So you do you ever feel like this is a burden on you? Have you ever said to yourself... You don't have to answer this, but this is maybe too much. Maybe too much. This for is why I want to be a 3D day. My family too much yeah. for me. I, I just got back. Have you ever quit? You know, and just like came back to it because mm-hmm. this is your walk, and you're kind of forced mm-hmm. to make it. No? it, it Health wise, it takes a lot out of you. Believe yeah. it or not. What do you mean by that? Um, because you're taking on other people's energy. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard, um, and. Being able to connect intimately with somebody, feeling everything they feel, it's it's hard on your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to, my, can I ch- just a short one? My grandson yeah. was having his birthday and they were at my son-in-law's grandma's house. Well, the grandfather was sick and dying of cancer. And so I was sitting next to him talking and then all of a sudden I was getting this feeling, it's like, oh, I want to throw up. I was feeling sick because of him I was picking up on him well during the party he loved his grandson and he was in the bedroom and I could feel him crying because he couldn't be out there with him because he was so tired and he couldn't do it so I'm picking up on that while I'm trying to be joyful that my grandson so those are the moments that are hard because you do pick Mm -hmm. up on people's energies and emotions Mm -hmm. and when I'm doing a reading and someone comes Mm -hmm. in that they really want to hear from and they're crying I'm crying we're all Mm -hmm. emotional that's it is draining on you so how do you turn that off I mean is it you talked about your bubble from Wizard of Oz what do you call it yeah, that's, Linda Linda, that's my Glenda bubble. Linda that's when bubble. I go into places. You have to yeah. recharge, though. You have to recharge just, you know, I don't do many readings just because I don't want all of that. I know mm-hmm. people do them, like, a lot, and it's hard. Physically, mm-hmm. it's hard. Somebody explained it, like, it's like the moment you leave Costco. <laughs> <laughs> you're like... I'd say almost Walmart. Oh, God. Walmart. <laughs> I think know, Walmart's more I, That was uh, the worst, Walmart. the roughest trip ever, you know. Right? Yeah. Kind of feeling. Yeah. You, right. Just have to, you just have to be able to... <laughs> it's like leaving <laughs> Costco. That's great. Yeah. I got, I got to yeah. recharge. Yeah. You, 
it, it is as tiring. Mm -hmm. And some of my, like, I won't stop a reading. Some people are like, okay, you get an hour. They stop. I've gone two and a half hours because it just keeps going. Well, and it's so good. And it's just by the end of the two hours. And I'm right now, dying. the way that things are in our We're picking up every U.S. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, it is, it's like all coming constant. in. Constant, constant, constant. I have to, I don't Wait, wait a second. What has COVID done to you? Oh, just the emotions of everybody else. Everybody. And, yes. and how the angst and divided and anger. You, and you feel the oh, shift, yeah. the weight of the world on you psychically. Oh, and yeah. totally different. Because as an empath, mm -hmm. you're pulling it in. Because you, you're mm -hmm. feeling what they feel. You're feeling what, mm -hmm. you know, people are scared. People mm -hmm. are angry. People, mm -hmm. are, there's all these emotions. And it comes into you. And sometimes you have to stop yourself and go, is this mine or not right. mine? Because that's a big thing is identifying mm -hmm. whether this is a my emotion or somebody else's emotion. How do you do that? Ask yourself, stop you just, and go, okay, yeah. what am I doing at the moment that I'm all of a sudden raging What's making pissed off? Right. Mm -hmm. Or I want to cry. Right. Is it more often than not you? No. No, it's, usually it's not more me. the opposite. Yeah. 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 Really? Because you could be standby next uh. time. Like I said, he was sick from mm -hmm. chemo and I was wanting to throw up because I was feeling you are what in he the was. sun again. I'm okay. All right. That's all right. It's your shining star. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's a, I, I mean, I've heard that it's a burden. I don't have the gift. And after you describe it, it sounds like a challenge. I would say yeah. a challenge more than a burden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's times where I, I just don't want to think yeah. or, or feel too much. I mean, people call it a curse. I, I mean, I've heard people is. say I think that. I've been cursed with this damn ability and I shut it off. You chose it. When you yeah. came down here, you chose that you were going to have that. Okay, so you feel that way. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. So you made a soul choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're here as a way shower. You're here to show people mm. the way to their best. Mm. And and that's, you know, some people, it's like, hello McFly, you're never going to get it. But then some people get it. What about, uh, I was trying to think how to cap the show here, and I think I want to ask you both this, as far as um, your transition point here, when you guys move on, what's your thoughts on that, as far as where will you go? Because in, I mean, we have elements of purgatory being offered up, uh, looking into this, and we have oppressive spirits, and we have people that linger and stay behind. The earthbound. Yeah, the earthbound, so what do you think, I mean, how do you feel you're going to go, Julie? as far as where you're going afterwards I I don't believe in the heaven hell purgatory mm -hmm. um, I believe in an other space mm -hmm. I don't know what that would look like I'm excited to find out what that is and where I happen to next and I would love to um, I, I don't know if I'm going to come back I don't know if mm -hmm. I've done I'm kind of has a different I'm done. She's done. Yeah. I'm done. Oh, this is you, my you last believe life. in reincarnation. Reincarnation. Mm -hmm. I do, do think so because I, I actually do past life regressions. I'm hypnotherapist. Yeah. Okay, so you feel as though you're done. This I'm is your done. last time. This is my last hurrah. This was hell. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like I was trying to fit everything in. Yeah. But I really feel I came here to help other people with their yeah. lessons this time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when I, I'm not afraid of death at all because I've talked to so many people mm -hmm. and I've seen transition and seen all of it. I'm, I'm afraid it'll afraid. hurt, but I'm not afraid. <laughs> I, I, I think it'll hurt and, but once you're gone, you're yeah. out, there is no pain. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's no pain. There's love and joy. I'll stay around and make sure mm-hmm. my kids and my family are okay. Mm-hmm. Friends, but I'm not afraid because it's a it's a blip. I mean, really, mm-hmm. the time over there. Right. My dad's been gone 14 years, but here it feels 14 years. There, it's like I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not afraid. I, there's some days I'm like, please God, beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just so angry and ugly down here. Why? like we're here for a reason. Well, let me ask you one final question here because I think talking about the state of the world as it stands right now with coronavirus and the pandemic and what we have going on politically, mm-hmm. there are things looming here that seem so transitional mm-hmm. that it's liminal. And there's this liminal state that it seems to attract the supernatural when you're in a transitional mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. It, so do you feel like it's amped up spirit activity? In your own lives, have you guys seen more people's, you know, spirits reaching out to you? Um, do you feel like that? Have you seen it? What, what I've seen more of in this time than I ever have before are auras, and I, I see because people are so they're vibrating at a higher level now because of their stress or, or change in work or whatever's happening, and and I just I I can see them from many more people than I ever okay. could. There's a lack of calm. So it's bringing out the mm-hmm. aura as a, is that a certain color that you see more often? Like does worry or stress have a red color? Or? Can, it can for different reasons. It, mm-hmm. it could be, um, or it could be that somebody is trying to calm themselves and they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're physically working on it and it might be a blue or green, right. you know, so it just depends on the person's mm-hmm. intentions what they're working on I think this quiet time that people have had has really gave them either time to reflect Mm -hmm. and see what's a priority in their life Mm -hmm. so I think they're either going up Mm -hmm. or they're going down right I don't see a lot of maintaining Mm -mm. I see people are either rising above this and and saying what's really important yeah helping community or you're seeing the completely opposite it's about me it's about me so yeah. This is what I'm hoping, mo- and I believe this is what most of us are, the upper part mm-hmm. of the reflection, but these are the louder ones down here, mm-hmm. the squeaky right. wheels. Yeah. I'm here today with McKenna Long and Julie Spencer Garcia. Thanks, ladies, for telling Thank your you. stories. All right, McKenna Long and Julie Spencer Garcia, thanks again to both of them for providing their time and talking to me about this stuff. And I don't think it'll be the last time we speak. In fact, they may be coming over here and uh, seeing what's happening at my place because it seems pretty active as of lately. And if you've been following along what's going on with uh, Helda and Bobby, then uh, you'd know that uh, it looks as though things are starting to amp up and I'm not quite sure why except to say I'm recording a whole lot more so if you go on to SoundCloud and just type in strangebrowradio.com SoundCloud I believe is free to look up things and look up uh, strangebrowradio.com night 2 through 4 available out of I think 14 nights is what I'm going for and all I'm doing is uh, setting two little dolls that I found at Goodwill in an enclosed space which I'm calling the dollhouse and uh setting a recorder by the dolls to see what happens. Now, are they going to energize? Are there going to be more sounds? These are just random dolls that I found for six bucks or something like that. 
And uh, so Hilda and Bobby got some stuff last night that uh, wasn't sounding like any critter. There was a squirrel the night before that got into another spot, but I, I got out of there and uh, put it in a enclosed trailer. And uh, so interesting sounds for night four. Take a listen and tell me what you think's happening. We got ten more nights of recording before I either pull the plug on that one or ramp it up. So we're trying to keep things active around here during COVID like all of you guys. And um, I hope you guys are doing okay with uh, every new pandemic button being pushed and all that. You know, sitting on the wake of incredible news, like real life science fiction stuff coming true, the Pentagon admitting that they have metamaterial and now crashes. And please, I hope they don't back track from this story here and weather balloon us again it's it's just really it's sad <laughs> that we can't enjoy it fully because we're having to breathe through these masks which uh, I want to make a plug for the people that are making these face shields because I have three face shields and like I said I'm leaning into my inner Star Wars and Mad Max with every new face shield I buy so I think that uh, that's the appropriate way to do this with a sense of humor. If I can't run to the store and, you know, buy a, a can of uh, tuna fish without wearing a mask, then I might as well um, have some fun while doing it. So get on Amazon and order yourself a face shield. Breathing in all this CO2. I watched a gal in a department store, an 80-year-old gal, take a fall the other day. And she had her mask on and she was exhausted and I, I, maybe she would have fallen without the mask, but she looked exhausted. And so me and the manager picked her up. And uh, she was out of breath till she took that mask on. And um, it's happened three other times in the last week where I've seen uh, mainly women and elderly folks uh, to get hit hardest. But I imagine children are next and men too, especially if they're doing it full time. So you got to find your you know, your own personal way to do the pandemic here. Um, but I'm, I'm leaning in on information based upon reporting data for my specific sphere of influence or King County, Seattle area. And we're at less than 1% fatality rate. There's over 2 million people in King County and under uh, 700 people have died from this. Uh, that's troubling to me as far as how much worry I see on people's eyes. I mean, people are full on freaking out. So, uh, you know, pay attention to popular mechanics. Take your mind off this for a little bit. And, um, oh, watch uh, the new documentary on Netflix about Father Malachi Martin, Hostage to the Devil. That was the name of his book that he wrote, and that's the documentary uh, available on Netflix, and it's an it's an in-depth look into Father Malachi Martin's life from beginning to end. And the guy's just a stud. Um, only one guy has something bad to say about him, and that's because I think he's a jilted lover. Um, <laughs> not quite sure uh, who's in love with who or what the love is, but I think there's a woman or a man involved, and um, he admits to such. So other than that check out Hostage to the Devil and 
that is all for now. Oh, if you'd like to be a guest, why don't you? Get a hold of me at strangebrowradio at gmail.com, and I'd love to talk to you, anonymous as you like. Love it if you go public, but don't need you to at strangebrowradio at gmail.com. And if you are an extended experiencer of Sasquatch interaction or paranormal interaction, and uh, you'd like to talk, uh, you've uh, listened to the book, you've listened to the podcast, and you can... Uh, if you're interested in talking to me, I'd love to talk with you, work with you anonymously as well, off the record, and um, maybe help you initiate something more or less than where you're at, if that's your goal. But if you just want to talk and spitball stuff around, we can do that too at strangebrowradio at gmail.com. The reason I mention this, again, outright is that um, people are doing that, and uh, that's what this show really is all about is uh, getting us to a new area of understanding and accepting the supernatural so you don't become traumatized and go cuckoo and get get yourself on the wrong page of life okay that's it of course you can be a patreon member at patreon.com forward slash strange brow radio for as little as three bucks a month all sorts of stuff on there including my two-hour trip with Joe Hauser to the Montana Vortex, which is the latest one, and a bunch of other stuff, and then gear, anything that you buy at the Strange Brow Radio uh, merch store at strangebrowradio.com helps the show out. Now, I want to mention this real quick about the merchandise. I'm glad I went here. I was contacted by someone who ordered a shirt, ordered a hoodie, and it wasn't 100% cotton. Okay, the shirts are... 100% cotton the hoodies are blend and uh, so it's my fault I put 100% cotton on the hoodie I thought the shirts were made of the same material as the hoodie because they're underneath the highest quality you know app I or uh, check mark I could put on there so I need to change that um, the hoodies are goodies they're really good quality hoodies and the t-shirts uh, run a little bit small I, I don't think that the hoodies do but uh, if you wear an extra large, think about getting an extra, extra large on the T-shirt side of things. And uh, I appreciate it very much. All right, folks, you have yourself a good rest of the week. And of course, I will see you in the trees. You haven't stopped the recording.
Well, a good thing, because sometimes at the end of a podcast, within the vinyl hiss, will be a treasure. And in this case, our treasure takes the form of a scientist from the Montana Vortex. Previously, you heard Nick Nelson on the prior Montana Vortex episode. And the next day, Nick and I meet up in the gift shop and have a conversation about disappearing hands and dousing rods. This is that conversation. Okay, I'm here with Nick. Uh, he's one of the tour guides, and of course he saw the Thunderbird that he described last night, but he also experienced something with dowsing rods years back when they first opened up here. So, Nick, uh, go ahead. Well, as I said, it was, it was the first year that we were here. Let's move away from the AC, because yeah, it'll pick good. that up. So it was the first years that, that we were here. We were setting up all this stuff. So in the Oro spot, uh, Joe's wife at the time, she wanted me to go down and douse the, the outside circle around those trees. And I was doing that. We, I was almost done. And as I walked, and she was behind me with that handful of those survey flags. And, oh, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she would put one in the ground where I told her to. So, so anyway, I went over this one spot. And I came through there, and it was like I grabbed a hold of an electric fence. Well, not quite that extreme, yet like this, you know. And uh, and while I'm standing there wondering what's going on, I hear her voice behind me say, I can't see your hands. And I was in the process of backing out of there. I didn't know what was going on, but I didn't like it. And so I went, went over to her and asked her, what do you mean you couldn't see my hands? And she was talking to me, in this, and then... Uh, couple of tourists, a young couple with two little small kids walked up, and I, this guy had been up with a camcorder, and I saw him, what we were doing, and he came over, and he's, he's standing there, and he said, well, what are you guys doing? And I told him, and uh, he says, well, he says, I was back there taking a video, that, you know, it's a camcorder with this thing, and he says, when I zoomed in on your, you know, he says, I couldn't see your hands in the, in the, the little screen, you know? Right. And, uh, so there's two witnesses. There's two. Yeah. And so we begged him. But you could see him. Yeah, I could yeah. see him fine. Yeah. It didn't feel too good, but then I could see him fine. So later on, we came at the gift shop and had him, he actually played it back. And not only could you not see my hands, my arms were gone from the shoulders because I was holding things out like this. And uh, my arms were gone into a, a hole, a brownish hole that was about maybe three feet around, right in front of me. And the, the woods beyond the hole were warped into a spiral, the whole thing. Just and like the photographs here that show the warping. Yeah. And oh, we begged this guy, please send us, send us a copy, just, just, just a still, that's all we need. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I will, and of course he never did. Yeah, well, I mean, I've heard those stories before, too. I mean, I'm pretty good about sharing everything, and you guys are really good about sharing everything. It's not well, like it's a big deal, but yeah. some people find out they got something. Yeah. So you didn't have any long-lasting... Yeah, uh, not long-lasting. You occasionally it, it, disappear? It my energy, so you wouldn't believe. I went home, and I just fell asleep, you know. Yeah. I got, woke up, got something to eat, I fell asleep. For a day and a half, I was totally drained of energy until I got it back. And then Joe will tell you also that after that, I don't know if it's the same year or not, that he was down in another part around the, the trail. He was cleaning up brush and junk around there. And he got hit with the same thing. So uh, when I was in the o o Oregon Vortex, I found that on these, th these 
I call them, I call these things my great big electron because they orbit the edge of the vortex mm -hmm. and they're very slow. So this is what, what was going on. That thing was orbiting along that. I was approaching that line. The, the, the wires, you know, intersected the thing at the moment it got there. Yeah. It's just a matter of bad luck or good luck. I already want to look at it. And then it hit me. In it dowsing rods, it's usually for finding water or oh, where there's electrical cords. You can use them whatever's, to... Whatever's in your mind. So you it's all about intention. Yeah. So were you looking for a wormhole? No, no. I was looking to find that, 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 that line. In the, yeah. The, a the, ley it line? Is there. Yeah. 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 Oh, there it is, Uncle Joe. <laughs> Sealing up the deal. Uh -huh. Anyway, we're that's, just hearing that's about the witch story about it. Well, you did it yeah. all in under five minutes. Good work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you locking up, Joe? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, that's incredible. Thank you for telling me because yeah. I didn't know it was you till just now. So that's, well, anyway, Joe yeah. tell you about his with the same thing, just in a different place. Uh, not about things disappearing, I don't think. No, it doesn't disappear. No. Tangling with this portal. These portals are in motion. That's what. That's why the, well, they're hopping around. No, they're on, on that orbit. Yeah. And oh, you, gotcha. you've got to be unlucky enough to hit them just at the moment. This is why the Bermuda Triangle is hit and miss. Right. The only reason they get a lot of them is because there's a lot of traffic there. Right. Some people would just kind of glance off of it and have an experience. The other or people, pilots in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So they're on elliptical fob. Are they in a Fibonacci circle? No, they're going in Fibonacci. A circle. They're going yeah. in a circle. Okay. There are three. There are three basic lines to the vortex. One's are straight lines. One's a circular lines like concentric circles, and then there's the Fibonacci spiral lines. Mm -hmm. yeah. And whatever. Are they going counterclockwise? Because when I was depends. in there, it depends. On okay. What, what kind of a the one inside the vortex house though goes counterclockwise. Yeah. So what does that mean? Do you have any idea? Is no. it more powerful going counterclockwise? Any yeah. speculation? Yeah. Well, um, you know, anybody that deals with magnetic healing energy mm -hmm. always recommends that you always use the north okay. facing the body. Otherwise, you get all kinds of weird things going on. So like your bed and everything? Yeah. You should have it face, your head facing the north? It depends on the person. You know. So that rose quartz right now was facing hard east, and now it seems to be going towards the north. <laughs> that's, that's a strange one to me. <laughs> it's a little dial. I would agree that it's a quartz dial mm -hmm. of some kind. Well, yeah. with this quartz. Yeah, that's right. Crystal crystals. That'd sell good here, too. Hey, I was going to ask, too, if Joe still has those uh, those things that he shows, the little things that you grab. Does he sell those here, those little plastic things? Where are those at? They're in the toy shelf over there. Oh, they are? <laughs> okay. They are from the toy shelf. Okay.